Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned Ph.D. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 13 of Discover the Leader in You. I'm your host, the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, and I'm super excited to be with you today because we're going to be talking about six capacities that will immediately improve your ability to lead, and I may even throw in a little bonus capacity there as well. So get ready. We're going to talk about several things, but before I do that, so one of the things that I learned along time ago is that leadership is not a finite thing. It's not like you've arrived and then that's going to be it. Leadership actually is going to require several things from you. But before we dive into all of that, I want to talk to you each a little bit about making sure you are leveraging your opportunities. Make sure you navigate to jasoncarthen.com for your free coaching strategy session. I want to make sure that you are operating in your purpose and you are also fulfilling everything that you can in order to reach your goals. Now, that's not an easy thing. And through the Breakthrough Coaching Strategy Session, you will have an opportunity to have greater insight into what you need to do, and you'll walk away with a better idea of how to move forward. Also want to remind everybody that the official Jason Carthen app is available on the iTunes Store and the Google Android Play Store. You can actually go there, download that, and you can have me right in your back pocket. Now, some of you may be going, all right, so back pocket, what all does that entail? Well, I'll share this with you. You will have access to quotes. You'll have access to my blog posts, videos, all those different things that maybe if you're stuck and you want to grow in a very specific area, you can go right there and download it and take a look. And hey, I'm going to say that you're going to have several things that you can immediately use and put in your quiver, what I like to say. You put arrows in your quiver that you can immediately let fly when certain things come up. So make sure you navigate and get the Jason Carthen app. And then also there's a free leadership video series on the site as well. So take a look at that. Make sure you do the things that you need to do to continue to grow and develop and make sure that you're growing and walking in your purpose every day. Without further ado, now when we start talking about things that will allow us to increase our capacity to lead, I want to talk to you very first and foremost about discipline. Now some of you heard the show with Tim Paul and we were talking about discipline and it was it was fun. It was a great discussion. But you know, I want to revisit that briefly and let you know that Discipline is the ability to habitually do what others will not do on a daily basis in pursuit of your goals. And many leaders must be able to do that. If a leader is not disciplined, then they're going to have a hard time demonstrating the ability to be able to move forward and be successful. Why? Because people are watching them. If you're not consistent, then basically discipline is probably not a part of some of the things that you uh, have embraced 
to actually achieve on a daily basis. So discipline actually points to the ability to lead others well because you're at a place where you are demonstrating the things that you want your followers to actually do as well. Is that an easy thing? No, it's not. No, it's not. And it comes over a period of time of doing things consistently. You develop your, what I like to say, your discipline muscle. If you're not intentional with doing that, then it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge because when life presses in or if your schedule changes abruptly or something like that, then there's a greater likelihood that you will kind of just push things off to the side. But when you're disciplined, you're going to say, no, uh, I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to do the things that I need to do in order to be successful. And I think many of us have seen demonstration from leaders that are very disciplined. They show up when other people are not there yet. They stay longer than other people may be staying. And it's one of those things that if you are someone who wants to develop uh, that characteristic and that uh, capacity to be disciplined, then you look for models. You look for those that you can emulate. And that's a good thing when you have a leader that is doing that. All right, so let's move to the second one here, self-confidence. If you are self-confident as a leader, then your ability to be able to lead is, of course, going to be heightened. For no other reason than you are able to move forward and be very decisive decisive in your decision making because it's at that time that people can see wow you know they believe what they're saying they they believe uh, that it's going to result in a positive outcome when you are self-confident and I'm not talking arrogant or cocky then people will gravitate to you as long as you balance it out with humility and emotional intelligence Not an easy thing, but certainly doable. And the way to increase that self-confidence is to have self-mastery moments. You've heard me talk about this before. When you have self-mastery moments, this is a time that you're getting small wins. Those small wins reinforce the belief that you'll be able to engage any sort of challenge or obstacle and come out on top. The more you have self-mastery moments, the more you develop the ability to be self-confident, to be able to move and create opportunities to lead others because they see this self-confidence in you. And guess what, everybody? They want to emulate that same thing. They want to figure out, well, what is it about he or she that allows them to be so confident in this regard? Well, I tell you what, those self-mastery moments, whether they started when they were younger or even starting later in life, the more self-mastery moments you have, the greater your success will be, and the more that your followers will understand that, whoa, all right, there's a reason why that confidence is there. Let me dig a little deeper and have a better understanding of what that looks like. So along with that, you know, the third component here and capacity that I want to share with you is the ability to engage hope. When you can remain hopeful about your outcomes, it's amazing what you can do as a leader. The storm may be just swirling around you. It may be drama. There may be conflict, all these different things. But those leaders that can remain hopeful, those are the ones that are a beacon of light for those that are looking, those followers that are trying to understand their current situation and how to move forward. Those are the individuals that create this sort of calm. And let me tell you why. Now, hope has gotten a bad rap 
over all these years, you hear the word, oh, you got to remain hopeful. You got to do this. You got to do that. When in reality, here's the thing. When someone is hopeful, it's not a pie in the sky sort of thing. It's two things that actually take place. You have a situation where someone has said, all right, here's the thing. I have uh, an idea of what I want to achieve. I have the desire to make it happen. So initially, they have a plan that takes place. And through that plan, they have greater synergy on the expectation of a positive outcome. And then once that plan is ready, and I mean ready, like so you put together all the things that you need to do in order to hit your milestones to achieve success, it begins to create this idea that, okay, I can do this. But there's a second step. This is the phase of hope where you go, okay, all right, I have the plan. Now, these are my steps. These are the actions I'm getting ready to take. I'm, I'm going to do this thing, and if I require help, I'm going to get help. If I require tools, I'm going to do that. If there's a learning curve, I'm going to make sure I take care of that. And what you have is the birth of hope. It's not just saying, oh, I'm hopeful. No, you put a plan into place, and now you're going to actually act on that plan. An amazing thing happens in terms of humanity. If we have a plan and, we, and we're able to take action, we've removed all the barriers to take action, then immediately you become more resolved, more hopeful about the outcome. Now, is this an easy thing? No, it's not an easy thing, but it is something that you will find over a period of time. The more, again, it's what we talked about before, the more self-mastery moments you have, uh, the greater your ability to begin to create synergy around hope, the actions, the planning stages that go into it, then the more hopeful you will become about everything that you encounter. And I don't know about you, but having that positive outlook like that, it changes your perspective. It changes how you engage others. It also will change how your followers look at you because they pretty much will begin to say, okay, if Dr. J is hopeful about this sort of thing and he's come up with strategy in the past and he's overcome some obstacles, then why can't I do the same thing? And so what you find is that your people become hopeful. <laughs> they become more inclined to say, mm, no, we'll figure this thing out. And they won't take no for an answer. And that's what you want. You want to deputize people so they can walk in their purpose because you have demonstrated yours. Basically, you're recreating yourself. And it's amazing what people will do if they feel like the sky is the limit. There's no way I'm going to lose. I'm going to figure out a way to make this thing happen. It's pretty exciting if you ask me. All right. So if we're transitioning from the idea of hope, the most, I would say, powerful that I'm talking about today is dealing with the idea of optimism. Do you know how many people lose sight of the potential positive outcome of whatever situation they're dealing with? Maybe it's a pattern of negative stinking thinking, what I like to call it. Or maybe you've had challenges that you just couldn't overcome uh, in the past. So it's so easy to lose optimism. It's so difficult to maintain it. So if you are someone that can engage the idea 
that no matter what, positive outcome is going to take place and you remain optimistic. And I'm not saying uh, pie in the sky, you know, optimism like, man, you know, the, the house just burnt down and you go, oh, it's a beautiful day. No. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not being optimistic. That's saying, well, I refuse to address the elephant that's in the room. And the reality is, if you can remain optimistic and go, okay, all right, the house burned down, there's going to be an upside. I got to move beyond this. When you're able to engage optimism from a leadership standpoint, then people can look at you and say, okay, all right, there's hope. <laughs> there's hope. I'm going to remain optimistic as well. We're going to keep on moving forward. And it's it's amazing how people begin to look and really engage the idea that optimism is something that I can choose to embrace. It's not something that's an either or. When you are optimistic, you are at a place where no matter what your current circumstances are, you believe that it's going to turn around and or result in a positive outcome. Again, like I said at the top of the show, is it easy? Certainly not. Certainly not. I remember when I was transitioning to uh, the National Football League, and it was one of those things where I was trying to figure out, okay, how do I fit in? What's going to happen? Uh, do Am I good enough? <laughs> am I good enough to do this thing? I began to realize that no matter what, man, I'm here for a reason. I'm going to give it my all, and I have to be fully Present. If you're not fully present, then essentially it creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. And basically what's going to happen, you're going to create the negative outcome. But when you are optimistic, you're saying, no, nah, you know, this is going to be a positive thing. And even if you get knocked down on one play, you get back up and believe that you got the next one. It's the same thing in leadership. You may make a, a decision that does not result in a positive outcome. But when you are positive and you're optimistic, then you believe that, mm, okay, this is going to happen for me. I'm going to continue to stick with it every day. Every opportunity, everything that I encounter on every day, we're just going to remain optimistic that a positive outcome is going to take place. Now, I'm not telling any of my listeners that um, this thing just happens overnight. It's taken me a period of time to develop these capacities. But the thing that you must do is start. Be mindful. Use this podcast. Use this time today to think about some of the things that I'm sharing with you and see where they fit in your life and how you can develop them even further. So it becomes a no brainer. And it's just I don't know. It's like instinct <laughs> that it begins to happen for you, that you're going to be more disciplined. You're going to be more self-confident. You're going to remain hopeful. You're going to be optimistic. So that leads us to the next uh capacity that I want to share with you today. Resilience. Resilience. I'm going to say that one more time. Resilience. Life will beat you up if you will let it. And sometimes even if you're not trying to let it, it still will beat you up because there's so many things that you have to deal with. There's so many things that 
you have to try and uh, figure out. There's so many people that you encounter. There's so many situations that come up that you can sometimes feel overwhelmed. You can feel like, why am I doing this stuff, man? I keep losing or I keep experiencing negativity from maybe people at work or in relationships or just in life in general. Resilience. (laughs) Resilience is something that I have uh, become way too familiar with over a period of time. And typically when you experience adversity, you become resilient. And it's something that you can draw upon. But resilience has been likened to um, maybe being stressed to a point of almost being broken, but you do not break. And each time a stressor comes later, it's almost like you have become calcified to it. It's like a bone that's been broken. And you're able to uh, just bounce back uh, much sooner uh, based upon whatever the situation may be. Uh, You're still able to engage it in a way where you can come back. It does not have to be a situation of, oh, woe is me and I'm going to go hide somewhere. No, the more you experience adversity, the more you stand against it, uh, the more you're able to come away from it with uh, some sort of uh, growth edge that's been met, the stronger you will be each time that you encounter it. Now, I do have to tell you, it's not like, and it's like everything else we keep talking about, it's not like it's going to be an easy thing, everybody. Resilience is something that typically you encounter because of hardship and adversity. So, That's like a prerequisite that says, man, this is going to be a challenge. And it's all about how you are going to deal with it. If you decide that, you know what? Hey, I remember Dr. J talking about this, man. I got to go through this thing so I can be better on the other side. Then absolutely, you're going to learn some things and it's going to be great what occurs. But while you're going through it, not so great. No, it doesn't feel good. Yes, it's a challenge. But you have to make that decision to move forward regardless. And then the more you do that, again, those growth edges will become more and more apparent. You're going to be able to understand some things about yourself that maybe you didn't know before. Here's another example. So during a training camp, and I use the football analogies. I know you hear me talk about business all the time, but I want to share some things with you uh, relative to behind the scenes in my personal life. When I was going through training camp, man, I used to go, this is crazy, just the schedule <laughs> that they have us on and the way we're beating ourselves up every day. But what I found is that if you move into a place uh, in your own perspective, in your own mindset, in your own thoughts there, you can say, no matter what they throw at me, I'm going to continue to do this thing. And I found after making that decision to just say, "Mm, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm just going to be resilient. Whatever they throw my way, it was easier to deal with. It was easier to engage the challenges on a daily basis. I, I can't say this enough. You know, you're going to experience a moment during those times of adversity where you just want to quit. You're going to experience a moment where you feel downtrodden and you feel like, why why me? What's happening to me? That's when those uh, coping skills have to kick in. That's when that resilience says, uh, no, we've been here before. I'm going to survive. (laughs) I'm going to keep on moving. I'm going to do the things that I have to do in order to be 
successful. And that's a hard place to get to because you got to go through some stuff in order to be able to get there and engage it in a way that allows you to come out healthy on the other side. Now, some people can be resilient and they come out raggedy on the other side. (laughs) They go through some stuff and they just feel like I'm just still standing and woe is me, but I'm still here. No, I'm talking about, no, we're going to come out on the other side with a healthy mindset, a changed mindset, and with the ability to be able to see the storm that's coming next time and know that regardless, it's going to end up well for you on the other side. That's the that's the difference again, and, and it's a huge piece of it. It's a huge piece. So let's transition here, and I want to talk to you about this final component, and hopefully this has been helpful for you today, but one of the things that if you don't have the ability to trust, then it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. And you may say, Dr. J, trust. What do you mean? Trust other people? Yes, but before you can trust other people, you have to be able to trust yourself. And what I mean by that is that all these things we've talked about, they're going to require you to lead in such a way that you have to, at some points, (laughs) self-assess. You're going to have to go, okay, why am I not being disciplined? Why do I lack self-confidence or why do I have so much self-confidence that it remains unchecked and maybe I take risk and I shouldn't be taking, you know, different things like that. But you have to trust yourself enough to engage that self-assessment, some of that self-talk where you go, okay, what have I learned from this? How can I go deeper in terms of my introspection to understand myself better? Uh, What what are the risks if I do not? do that? What do I stand to lose if I don't engage uh, introspection and self-assessment here? So that trust piece is huge uh, for a number of reasons, because many of us, many of us do not want to engage that introspection because we're afraid of what we may find. We may not want to go deeper because it's easier to just make a decision where a follower may be concerned or make a decision where a mission or vision may be concerned and, and not worry about the outcomes or who I may be impacting or whatever. So We must trust uh, through self-assessment. Now, transitioning from that, and I may come back to it here, but transitioning from that, we also must learn to trust others. And this is huge because many overachievers and those that are disciplined and those that are driven, it's easy to go, I got this. I got this, and I'm not going to worry about what uh, other people want. I'm not going to um, care about what my followers think or what their needs are. They better just do what I ask them to do. No, reality is you must trust others in order to grow exponentially because you are only going to be able to go so far under your own steam. And the more you open up and trust others and delegate and give them a part of the puzzle to solve on their own, then a greater likelihood that you're going to have success. Now, I'll tell you again, none of these things that I'm talking about are easy. And they're not something that... Um, you just like stumble upon. In fact, it's the total opposite. You must develop these capacities. You must be able to become so disciplined that you get to a place where you can go, okay, 
been here before. I, I'm experiencing some uh, trepidation or some hesitation. I have to remember to trust. I have to get to a place where I have to be okay uh, with giving things away in terms of leading others. And even if we backtrack a little bit and decide that, you know what, I'm not feeling as hopeful today, or maybe part of my strategy that went into the hope process uh, didn't pan out the way I thought it would. You got to be okay with trusting others to be able to help maybe navigate that a little bit and then trusting yourself too to understand that nothing is foolproof. I mean, you're, you're not going to just say, well, I got it all figured out. I'm going to do it. And then that's it. No, when in reality, life uh, is going to be trial and error. There are going to be some things that you bump into on the process of your growth edge that you just have to deal with and you learn from it. But if you are continually being a closed individual, what I like to call a closed system, you talk about open systems theory, then it's going to be a challenge to trust yourself and to trust others. And you need to dig deeper. You need to figure out where that's coming from and why it's uh, such a big deal that you don't want to trust. And do the work. Do the work to figure out what's going into that. And where that is coming from, because the sooner you get to the bottom of it, there's a greater likelihood that you're going to have uh, success in dealing with it and overcoming it. All right, everybody, we have been talking about the capacities that are needed in order to immediately improve or escalate your ability to lead others. On Discover the Leader in You, we're always talking about uh, making sure that you are following your purpose and you're living out your destiny. If you lead people, and, and if you don't, that's fine too, you know, and we're all leaders though. I don't care what, I mean, if you talk to somebody at the grocery store, you offer them uh, insight into doing something differently or maybe better or help them achieve something, then you're leading someone because classically leadership is influencing someone towards a desired goal and or positive outcome. So these things that we're talking about today, these capacities will immediately help you to be able to do that. But I want to share one caveat with you is how you're going to engage courage when things get in the way of these capacities that we're talking about today. When things get in the way, are you going to be courageous enough to do things differently? Are you going to be courageous enough to push back <laughs> when people go, no, you don't need to do that? Or who made you the boss or whatever it may be? Uh, are you going to be courageous enough to answer them and love on them? You know, you guys know I'm a big proponent of this. Love on them in such a way that it helps them to understand or get to their goal. Are you going to be able to be courageous enough to trust yourself? All these things will require some things of you. But if you make the decision today to get started, that's all you can really do. Make the decision today. If many of these things you already embody, these characteristics, discipline, self-confidence, hope, optimism, resilience, and trust, then okay, great. How can you improve? How can you become more consistent? And more importantly, how can you give it away? How can you share these things with other people that will allow them to engage it in such a way that they can go, wow, 
I was mentored by and I learned by someone, you know, whatever the case may be. And they've allowed me to grow in these capacities. These are some things for you to think about. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. You know, my life's purpose is to serve others and help them to achieve their personal best. And I I understand that you, you could be doing many things right now, but you decide to listen and you want to learn and grow. So I thank you for that. And as always, I want to tell you that, hey, you better keep chasing after your purpose on a daily basis. You better walk out your destiny with intentionality on a daily basis. And just as a reminder, stay connected with me. My new book, Destiny Focused Leadership, is going to be coming out. If you want to get connected with me, make sure you follow me on all my social media channels. And I promise I'm going to continue to keep rising. Won't you rise with me? Let's do this thing together, y'all. All All right. Take care now. You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. 